Shvius, Perik Base, Mishnah Base, 2 2. When it comes to Shvius, although it's a Shabbat of sorts, a rest of sorts for the land, conceptually, that which is required to rest and not do on Shvius is very different from the requirements of resting on Shabbos. When it comes to Shabbos, you know, there's 39 different categories of malachos, creative activities, and those each of those categories have an av, a paradigmatic malacha, um, and then other, and it's conceptual. Uh, that is to say, for example, if the malacha is is zuria, so that means it it's conceptually facilitating the growth of a plant. And any normal activities that facilitate the growth of a plant, um, if done in a normal way, would be a violation of the Isra Doraisa of Malacha on Shabbos. And that would include not just, uh, for example, Zriya planting, uh, but also if, for argument's sake, you also do Zemira, you prune, or Hashaka if you water a plant, etc. Those are all, all forbidden activities on a Doraisa level that fall under the general heading of Malacha, the category of Zriya. So that's true for all 39 of the Malachos. There's one paradigmatic Malacha that was used to build or in the function of the Mishkan in the Midbar, of the the, uh, the Mishkan in the desert. And each of those 39 categories are really conceptual in nature, and anything that's slots into them is an equal Doraisa. When it comes to Shvius, as we said before, the Psukim in Bahar lists specifically four acts that one can't do. That is to say that you can't do Zuriya, planting of seeds, Zemira, pruning, Katsira, the reaping of grain, and Betsira, the harvesting of grapes. In addition, perhaps there's an Isra of Harisha of Choresh, which we discussed already up to now. Um, and the Tferisra brings a mnemonic to remember these five which is Chazak Zav, Chazak, Harisha, Zriya, Katsira, and Zav, Zemira, and Betsira. Now, Chazal understood from the fact that the Torah was specific in listing four activities one may not do on Shvius, that those four categories are not categories at all. They're actually four specific acts, and other similar type of acts are not forbidden by the Torah. That is to say, for example, when it comes to Shabbos, we have the Av Malacha, the general category, the parent the paradigm, which is Zriya, and Zemira, Zriya is, is planting seeds. So Zemira pruning, which is also facilitating the growth of a tree, is not one of the third nine Avos Malacha of the categories, but it slots in as a tolada, as a an offspring, as a subcategory of the Av Malach, the general parent of Zriya facilitating plant growth. And that being the case, one is in Shabbos equally liable for Zriya and Zemira for planting or for pruning. Even though one is an Av and one is a tolda, one is a parent and one is, so to speak, a subcategory like a child. Now, if the Torah wanted to set up a similar system of general principles, general categories, avos malachos with tolados, then it would have said perhaps zriya, but it wouldn't say both zriya and zemira, both planting and pruning, since pruning is just a subcategory of planting. And similarly, it wouldn't have said katsira, harvesting, which is a verb applicable to grains, like reaping, 
and Bixira, harvesting, a verb applicable to grapes, picking the grapes. It wouldn't have said that. It would have picked one. If it was going to set up the Av told us type paradigm, it would have picked one harvesting activity, perhaps Kutsira, and then you would know, Kutsira, what's the difference between harvesting grapes and harvesting grains? The fact that Torah didn't do that, but it specified those specific four activities, tells Chazal that it's only those four, and there's no subcategories. And any other thing that resembles those malachos, those, excuse me, bad choice of words, that resembles those activities of working the fields or the vineyard, um, they are not prohibited from the Torah. They're not Isra Doraisa. Uh, so much so, for example, just to illustrate the point, that many Rishomen understand that being notea, planting a tree, is not an Isra, like a sapling, is not an Isra Doraisa on Shvius, because Natiya is not the same as Zria, planting a seed. That's a Machlokas Rishonim, but to illustrate the point, that there's an incredibly high degree of specificity of when it comes to the Malachas, the prohibited activities, I should really call them, on Shvius that uh, one may not do. And that being the case, everything else that one can't do on Shvius in terms of working his fields, watering, fertilizing, and so on, are only Isura Midraban, are only rabbinically prohibited. And when Chazal considered the halachas of Tosefes Shvius, of adding on restrictions of Shvius into the sixth year, while they did have we said extensions when it came to Harisha from, from um, plowing. They did not have the rabbinically prohibited activities on Shvius extend into Tosefa Shvius into the sixth year. So the following three Mishnahis are going to list a total of 17 different things that essentially one may do them in the sixth year, even though they're forbidden on the seventh year. So the Mishnah begins, Mezablin Adrin the Mikshaos Midlaos at Rosh Hashanah. A person can do be mezabel, mezabel to fertilize. Zevel is dung, so mezabel to apply fertilizer. And ma'adrin is hoeing by hand, as opposed to harisha, which is done by an animal, which is forbidden midoraisa, and therefore pushed back to already be forbidden in the sixth year. To use a hoe by hand as an implement to turn the soil, again, where it benefits um, the food which is growing now, is permissible. The mikshaos and v'madlaos, so the word kishuim are uh, cucumbers or a type of melon, whatever it is. So these things are growing in the sixth year and they benefit from the fertilization and the hoeing. And the delaos, the delaat is a gourd. Um, so again, same the gourd is growing in the sixth year and benefits from the fertilization and the, the and or the hoeing. So one can do that ad Rosh Hashanah until the arrival of Rosh Hashanah of the Shemitah year. Those words mikshaos and midlaos are unusual. Um, one explanation is that it's referring mikshaos is the plant that produces kishuim, and midlaos is the plant that produces the diluim. Okay, fine. Not only is it applicable um, to where you're growing these gourds and melons, but also v'chein b'veisa shlachin, any irrigated field. Beisa shlachin, uh, a field that doesn't rely just on rainwater, but also has um, irrigation. In the time of the mission, that would be some sort of like conduit um, from from a river, let's say. Um, so then you will have a much longer growth cycle into the summer. You can still grow things because you have water there. And that being the case, um, the produce is growing into the summer and therefore one can continue to fertilize and hoe until the summer. Until, really until Rosh Hashanah, the end of the summer, until the beginning of the next year.
The Mishnah also continues on to say, Miyablin, Mefarkin, Ma'abkin, and Ma'ashnin are Rosh Hashanah. And one could do those four things until Rosh Hashanah. What are they? So a Yabelet is a, like a wart or growth. Um, they could have like an animal, say even. So Miyablin is to remove some sort of growth or a lump or something on the fruit. Mefarkin, so Piruk is uh, like Prika is to unload something. So here, Mefarkin is to unload the tree of excess leaves, foliage. So it's again, quite close to um, Zamira pruning, and which would be a Doraisa, but here you're not trimming the whole branch, you're just removing um, excess weight of foliage, of leaves. Piruk, and that's okay. Adroshana. Ma'abkin. Avak is dust. So Ma'abkin is to apply dust. According to Bartanur, it's to apply dust to the roots of the plant, keep the moisture in, and protect the plant. Um, Ma'ashnin. Ashan is smoke. So Ma'ashnin is like fumigation. You're applying smoke here, um, to get rid of the various, you know, um, parasites, insects, and so worms that are infecting or growing on the, the plants. So the fumigation gets rid of them. Again, Ad Rosh Hashanah until the advent of Rosh Hashanah. Rashim disagrees with Rashim is lenient, and he says, Af no telhu es mina He says you can even remove uh, leaves growing from um, the cluster of fruit, um, even on the Shemitah year proper. In other words, the Tanakama, who the Allah is like, says that you can remove those leaves in, of, of being mefarek, of pirka, of, of removing the excess leaves, only until Rosh Hashanah of the Shemitah year. But Rabbi Shimon holds, since you're protecting the tree, this would protect the tree itself, um, which is otherwise endangered, and would die because of excess leaves for some reason. I don't know the reason. Um, but that being the case, assuming you're now protecting the existing tree um, from danger, then you could remove those leaves from the from the, uh, even in the seventh year, and, but the Allah does not follow Rabbi Shimon to be sure, so one certainly cannot remove leaves in the seventh year.